Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to FestPod, the unofficial rock festival guide. I'm Neil Wilkinson. This is the place for news and rumours about your favourite rock festivals, our music guide for the month, and some special things that we've found in FestPod favourites. So let's welcome my fellow hosts. We have somewhere near Bista, <laughs> we've got Lee Ellingham. How are you doing, Lee? Good evening. I'm all right, thank you. I've actually been uh, quite busy on the old um, FestPod-related stuff. Um, obviously, not only, did, not only did we do live uh, for the first time ever, um, I managed to gain some new subscribers from work. Some of the, uh, oh, really? Yeah, some of, some of the lads at work are all metalheads. They're all deciding whether or not they're going to uh, download next year. And a couple of them have subscribed to the podcast on youtube really mm. i didn't know you worked with metalheads i thought they were the younger sort of dance music type people a few of them are um actually oh, but not them one of the youngest lads is actually a metalhead which is uh, which is always good to good to hear oh cool mm. i didn't know that well that's that's good yes uh, we did our very first instagram live for the announcement from download we did a little reaction uh video uh, which uh, was very last minute, so I'm not surprised if you missed it, but um, thanks for joining us if you did. Also, we have, in the Midlands, we have Eamon Shorts. How are you doing, Eamon? Hey up. Um, hey up. Hey up, duck, as they say around stuff. <laughs> they do, don't um, they? With, with, what do they, they have? Do. They have like they have little oat cakes, don't they, around there? Yeah, I, I wouldn't call them little, they get offended, but uh, yeah, I've got oat cakes, oh. <laughs> full of cheese and all your bacon goodness. We're very particular about them, but uh, yeah. Right, uh, okay. un Unlike Lee, I've not been busy with FestPod stuff at all. I've been slacking, really. But 
it's been a busy few weeks. When I see Parkway Drive in there while she sleeps, that's who played. And Lorna Shaw, which wow. was just phenomenal. Um, yeah, and that's, Where did you that, see that's them? been about the highlight. Uh, I went to Nottingham Arena for it. It was it was another level. It was just such a good bill. Three quite different bands, but Lorna Shaw just ripping everyone's face off to start was just impressive. <laughs> um, and I love watching Lorna Shaw in that environment. Just for people that don't know them, they just stand there confused whilst <laughs> Will comes out on stage and just makes pig squeals over <laughs> over death metal. It's great. That's a show. Yeah. I go and I'd pay to see that. It's it's an um, experience, is what it is. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we haven't got Rich Holmes with us this time around. He's not feeling very well. So I'll send you best wishes to Rich Holmes. Hope you feel better. So get in touch with us on the socials or on YouTube by looking for FestPod. If you like the show and you're a regular listener, we are also now on Patreon. So we'd love your support and it does all go back into the show. And a massive thanks to our new Patreons who've joined up so far. Thank you very much. Um, if you're interested in supporting us, it is all set up in tiers. Um, so you don't uh, have, you know, you don't just pay you know, a set amount or whatever. It's it's this amount or this amount or this amount uh, with different uh, benefits for you. Uh, for those who are watching us on screen, I have uh, uh, the ability to show you what the Patreon looks like. So um, uh, there's the FestPod Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash FestPod. And you've got different membership levels that you can select. You've got uh, five pounds per month plus VAT, for a local pub gig, uh, £10 per month for um, an academy gig, um, £20 a month for an arena gig, and there is another one, £35 a month for festival headliner, which is, so you've got, you've got options. If you want to, to um, uh, support us, we'd be very grateful, whichever you choose, and you do get some nice little benefits, so have a look at that, patreon.com slash festpod. So, oh, that's the other thing I want to mention is the fact that you can also buy merch. We have a merch store on Etsy, um, and we have beautiful patches. They're only a fiver. Um, and do you know what you can do with them? I thought of this as a nice little thing to do. You can make your own FestPod hat. You get your favourite hat. Just sew it on like that, you see. Then you've got a FestPod hat. You can sew it onto anything. Are you impressed, Lee? I could stick it on top of my hat here, couldn't I? Ignore the back. Ignore the round stone at the back. It's the first one here. <laughs> yeah. I was, was going to question, whose favourite hat is just a plain hat? Well, I quite like this hat, to be honest. I wear this most days <laughs> in the cold. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's black, and it's very flattering. Uh, but if you wanted to, you know, get a £5 Festpod patch and stick that to it, then you've got a Festpod hat. Just an idea. Um, you can also get FestPod mugs, FestPod coffee mugs, to um, tell your friends how much you love FestPod. Um, and that's on Etsy. If you go onto Etsy and search for FestPod, you'll find our store. Just a couple of items to begin with, uh, but there are more on the way, and I promise you that. So let's get started with festival news. Uh, now, um, there's quite a large rock metal festival that we like going to that's made 
just a teeny announcement. Um, Download Festival, of course. We love it so much. Um, they, it was, now, they made this announcement after the announcement had already leaked. We already kind of knew exactly what was going to be announced, didn't we? Because we'd seen it on, on the socials and everybody knew this, didn't they? Yeah, I, I think it's, um, well, I mean, it got leaked, like or the draft got leaked at least, um, I believe, on the forums and then made its way through all the all the social media sites. Um, but yeah, about quarter to nine, I think it was um, Alexis on Fire accidentally posted the lineup before download could. So yeah, so 15 minutes before the actual announcement, nine o'clock, we all knew exactly who was going to be playing. And uh, it was exactly what the the leak draft was, which is uh, quite surprising as well. Yeah, there was a draft poster, wasn't there, that was doing the rounds. And it's all, if you look, it's all in alphabetical order. So I was thinking, it can't be the real thing, because who puts puts a lineup poster in completely alphabetical order? Download, apparently. Yeah, it's a strange one. Yeah. I I did enjoy (laughs) the fact that the only reason people questioned the integrity of the draft was the fact that Blackout were reunited on there. Like, this this tiny Welsh band, and everyone knows, doesn't exist, but they've reunited. It's brilliant. Like, yeah. that was the main reason people questioned it. I've actually seen them before. Uh, I, it just came to me to, um, today. I saw them in a small pub in in East London somewhere. That Yeah, a friend of mine got me a free ticket, and I'd seen them, and it was actually a pretty good little gig. Oh, right. So are you going to see them at Download? If they're playing the Saturday, I will. As long as they're not clashing with Envisions, who should be announced. Well, Envisions will be headlining main stage, obviously, instead of the second Metallica night, so it'll be fine. Obviously. Like, I don't know I don't know why you're saying that so sarcastically. So now we come to Envisions. Yes, this is the Envisions portion of the pod. <laughs> it ha- it happens, I can't believe it... you had Envisions out this early. I know it's, it's, it's probably not. Gonna, one, it's actually. probably not going to be the first time either, um, because the the young lad that actually subscribes to the YouTube channel is actually now a fan of Envisions because of me. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're spreading the Envisions news, aren't you? Spreading the spreading the good news of Envisions. Everybody ought to be a fan. I and, yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I hope they appreciate it. I don't mind if they don't. You know, I'll love them regardless. Um, and you're hoping for them to come to download, but they haven't been announced just yet, have they? I'd love them to be, to be fair, to be more at slam dunk than um, than download. Why is that? Well, we're going to slam dunk, 100% going to slam dunk. Uh, download. I'm the Saturday is probably the only day I'll do, um, unless Envisions play on like, on one of the other days. Then. I might have to sack off Metallica for Envisions. That's true, love. Are you a massive Metallica fan? Um, I don't mind them. Um, I was very much... When I discovered who they were, and this is probably quite embarrassing, actually, they'd released an Anger, which obviously um, public opinion is that's one of their worst. But obviously the the Black Album was one of my favourites. And... Yeah, I I think it's they're, they're one of the bands. They're one of the old bands that I would say I, I want to see just because it's Metallica. I'm not the same with the likes of like ACDC or Guns N' Roses or anything like that. So, 
yeah, not a huge fan, but not exactly someone I'm not going to turn down, turn down the chance. What about you, Eamon? I mean, you're you're talking to a guy who's seen Metallica live 10, 15 times. Like, wow. I, I am obsessed. Like, I, Metallica and ACDC are my two favorite bands. So um, I, I'm very happy to get two nights of Metallica, like, just back, back to back, pretty much. I've done that before, voluntarily. So I'm very, very happy. Um, it'll be interesting to see what sets they pull out because they've got such a back catalog that you could easily have two greatest hit sets and everyone will know 90% of the songs in both of them. Like it's, it's very easy for them to fill two sets nowadays. So it's, I'm hoping we get a lot of deep cuts. That's what they're planning to do, isn't it? Yeah. Two unique sets with no song repeat. So technically, yeah, we're going to get two greatest hit sets. Yeah. So they're planning on the two unique sets, which there was rumors they were going to do potentially a kill em all anniversary set Cause that's going to be 30 years, 40 years. I don't know. It's old. It's older than me. Um, which I'd love, but even just getting some deep cuts from um, Kill 'Em All would be fantastic. So we'll, we'll see what they pull out of the bag. But I mean, for me, it's great. I imagine if you're not a Metallica fan, it's probably not the best. But yeah, I'm very excited. So what are they doing? They're doing the um, Thursday and Saturday. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, the Correct. Thursday and the Saturday, the new day on the Thursday, which. We still don't know if Thursday's a full day of all four stages or if it's a part day, just the main stage. We're still, we don't really know what's going on on that Thursday yet. So that's a whole other curveball to throw into this year. I uh, imagine we'll get some sort of day splits um, in maybe the next announcement after the new year. But who knows? This is such a, I mean, to be fair, I think this lineup's a bit of a curveball because it's so bloody good. Like, who knows what to expect? Have we ever seen four days of music at download before? No. No. Not, I'm, not four days of, of main arena. It's been, it's been thought about in the past and there's been, you know, discussions with Andy Copping saying he was close to booking the Rolling Stones for doing the Thursday and he's wow. been open to doing it for like, for the right bands. And obviously Metallica has become available. So why not? And then on the Friday. We've got Bring Me the Horizon. Um, how do you feel about that? Are you happy? Extremely. Extremely yeah, I am too. That one as well. Yeah, I am. Again, it's it's good to see a a newer, younger band who we've never had headline download before actually headlining. We've all we've we've all said once in the last few years, why do we never get any new headliners? There you go. What I like about Bring Me the Horizon, I've discovered in uh, listening to their stuff fairly recently, is that they they're not afraid of a collaboration. They like to uh, they like to try it out with other people, um, <laughs> and um, uh, I I really like their stuff. Really like their music. So I'm really pleased to um, to to be in the crowd on the. Um, see, I, I need to look at the the actual poster to know when everybody's on. Um, it'll be the Friday, yeah, won't I mean, it? it? Yeah, yeah, the headline it's on the Thursday Friday. Or yeah. Friday. Friday. Okay. I mean, like that. Their set's going to be interesting, right? Because they, uh, they, they have obviously all all their newer albums. The last two, three albums are what's got them to status to the point where they can headline. But obviously, download fans like the heavier stuff. They like bringing the horizon back when we were small with, you know, count your blessings and all that kind of stuff. So 
there's there's an argument for them to pull out some older heavier hits, but there's also the argument that they wouldn't be headlining down it without the newer stuff. So it'll be interesting to see if they play to the crowd or if they just play to be them. And I personally wanted to be themselves and do a Bring With Horizon set nowadays because their live stuff now is phenomenal. And then we've got Slipknot on the Sunday. And how do you feel about Slipknot coming back? I mean, they'll, they'll be great, right? They're, they're Slipknot. A, a bad Slipknot show is a great show. Um, that's what I always said. But I've seen them a lot, and I've seen them a lot at Download. If you've never been to Download and seen Slipknot, then it's going to be phenomenal for you. Um, I've got no real qualms of it. They have headlined fairly recently, and they are. You know, Corey Taylor's kind of the the house the house act there now, but yeah, I mean it's 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 a good way to end for Sunday. It's it's sing along metal anthems, um, yeah. It's it's I'm neither here nor there with with that show. We'll see how I feel on the day, but it's there's no question it's a good booking. I have tried to get into Slipknot several times, and it, I, I mean, even a couple of days ago, I was listening to them. And I like some of their tunes. I can't really get into them. I can't really say them for me. So it's it's not a big deal for me. But I know that I know how huge they are. I know how popular they are, and I can see it being an absolute riot on that Sunday. Yeah, one of the lads Definitely. at work is he's more interested in in seeing Slipknot at download because he's never seen Slipknot. Um, so yeah, he'll be one of those people that has never been download. Um, never seen Slipknot and will be front row for Slipknot. And I imagine he won't be the only person there. Um, for me, yeah, like you said, Slipknot almost become like a house band. And I love Slipknot's old stuff. Um, not crazy on new stuff in the in the last few recent years. But yeah, like you say, a bad down a bad Slipknot show is still a great show. So yeah. If I was going for the full weekend, I'd still probably pop along to main stage to see them. Um, a lot of complaints, because there are always complaints about the lineup or announcements or anything like that. So we have to mention them at least. Uh, one in particular. Um, in fact, there's a bingo card, isn't there, of, of all the different complaints that people might have about the, the lineup. One of those items is the fact that there are uh, three headliners over four days rather than four headliners over four days. Um, how do you feel about that? I would tend to agree because I think on one hand, it's quite selfish that Metallica have managed to get two days. Granted, it's Metallica. Um, they are a, they are huge, if not the biggest, biggest thrash metal band still going. Um but it was an opportunity to chuck up another younger band like Bring Me The Horizon into a headliner slot um, or even giving System of Down the slot that they were supposed to get in 2020. Um, Avenged Sevenfold have got another new album coming out next year. So it, it would have been good to have a fourth band, but at the same time, it's Metallica. Like I said, biggest thrash metal band on the planet. So if they say jump, we say how high. You can't really get bigger, can you? That's the thing. Yeah. No, and I think the, th the thing is, right, obviously this is the first four-day download. Now, I fully, fully believe this might come out from copying that it's not the case, but I don't think 
if Metallica was wasn't playing, we wouldn't have four days. I very much believe Metallica wanted to do the two unique sets somewhere else. They do it in America here and there, and they know how popular it is and how much they want people want to overhear. So I think it's because of Metallica we've got that fourth day, which means we're going to get more music. I would have liked to have seen, you know, a Parkway Drive or a Ghost um, get that slot, but I'm a massive Metallica fan, as we know, so I'm, I'm well happy. <laughs> Uh, so what about the undercard? We've had um, a lot on the undercard. Um, you know, it's not just a matter of download of only given us the headliners to think about. We've got a great big undercard there to think about. So who on there are you are you excited about? Uh, for me, uh, Placebo. Um, you and I, Neil. Oh, yes. You and God, I, Neil, like are big, big fans. Um, I've been listening to their stuff the last couple of days, to be honest, just to remind myself. And they still are one of my favourite bands. And I think it's about time that Placebo were actually on a download lineup. They're, they've been around for years as a heavy, not heavy, sorry, a, a British rock band that have never, never made it onto the lineup, even with all the back catalogue they've got and. I'm so glad they're on it. It's weird, isn't it, that they never have been before? Yeah, I can't get my head around it. Um, but I'm just glad they're there. Yeah. I, have you have you ever seen them before, like in a, mm. a like a proper venue? Anyway. Yep, I've seen them at uh, I've seen them at Wembley, seen them at Ali Pali. I think I've seen them at Wembley twice. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've seen them a few times already. Um, I'm, I think my, it was my first show with my dad, actually. He took me to see Placebo. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. What a cool dad you've got. Yeah. Who else are we looking at there? For me, um, I mean, the logo bands are just incredible, but further down the lineup, you've got Bloodywood, who this year at Bloodstock absolutely destroyed the stage, one of the biggest crowds of the festival weekend in it's, it's, it's they're just insane. So the fact they've been booked at download, I'm praying that they don't stick them in the fourth stage tent and they give them a slot outside on on main or second. But that they're they're going to be phenomenal. Yeah, do you know what I I I, I agree with you on that. I'm a big fan of Bloody Wood. Um, I find the the mixture of music and culture just so it's amazing. Um, I agree. Yeah, sticking them in that small tent. It's going to get packed out, and you're not going to be able to see them. Yeah. Um, put them on the second stage, even if it's a, I don't know, a mid-afternoon, thirty-minute, forty-minute slot. They'll bring in a massive crowd. I 100 percent agree with that. Yeah. Um, I saw someone um, post that we should expect another seventy to eighty bands over the, you know, because we've got four days of yeah. music. Um, and that would make sense with how much room there is uh, left. Um, so who else are you hoping to see on that lineup? Well, I'm not going to mention them again. <laughs> Sorry. But we all know who you mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to mention yeah. them again, just <laughs> But yeah, there it is. Second Envisions reference. Yeah. Yes. Um who else? I don't know, you know. Who, do you think they, who are you expecting to see on that lineup? Because, you know, we, we've been speculating for I don't know how long about who might headline or who would potentially appear. Um, 
Who who do you think? I mean, I'm expecting Alterbridge and Hailstorm to rock up as well once they finish their tours. Is is very much what I'm anticipating. Um, obviously, there was rumours of you know Pantera being being around. Yeah. Um, they're not on there, which which is which is a surprise. I mean, I'm kind of glad. I don't want anything to do with them, but it's uh, it's no. uh, it is no, a shock I, I... not to see them on any UK lineup so far. Uh, Hailstorm actually, or Lizzie Hale, um, might have accidentally slipped that they are playing download. There was a tweet that went out. Someone mentioned Slipknot and a Hailstorm in the same breath on a tweet, um, including download, and Lizzie Hale put yep. So could we take that as a self-confirm yeah. or be good again? Good. To, they, they, they drew in a big crowd last time they, they played. They headlined the second stage, didn't they? So, I mean, yeah, getting them back. There'll be a lot of happy people. Yeah, huge. <clears throat> Do they get a massive bollocking? Like uh, Corey Taylor pretty much told everyone that he was going to be at download in 23. There's lots of video evidence of that. And, and, and he was shaking. He was, he was nodding his head. I couldn't possibly say that I'm going to be at download, etc. cetera. Um, Do they get massive bollocking for that? I mean, there's got to be something in their contract to keep it you know, NDA'd until a certain time, but you're not going to kick Corey Taylor off a bill when everyone, before then, everyone figured Slipknot was playing anyway. You know, like, if, if, I think if it was, you know, if it was, let's pick a random man, if it was Taylor Acorn, I'm not sure who they are, but that's, <laughs> that leaked the entire lineup on Twitter, I imagine they'll get kicked off the bill. But, yeah. you know, when it's, when it's the likes of Slipknot and Hailstorm, I think there'll be a bit of a telling off, but, I, you know, you're not going to kick Corey off a download bill. It's just not going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it, really, is there? I no. mean, it's this close as well to the actual announcement, and it has been left quite late. Um, and so, and even the leaks that we've seen online of that draft poster, I wonder whether there was some frustration that the announcements haven't come sooner. Oh, almost definitely. There has to be, doesn't there? You know, especially for bands, you know, like Bring Me the Horizon and. Um, architects who want to advertise their massive slots because Architects being a logo band as well, it's a huge slot for them in the UK. So it's yeah, imagine it's frustration when bands want to promote promote it, but yeah, it's a difficult balance, I suppose. It must be really hard to organise. You know, there's what sixty bands on this lineup announcement, and not one of them, apart from Alexis on fire, <laughs> leaked it um, <laughs> leaked it early. <laughs> so it's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, it's not bad, is it? Um, no. And we also have a new artistic direction. Uh, if you've seen the lineup poster, it's uh, navy and what are we calling this? Pink, light purple. Um, There's a bit of everything. There. That, it, yeah, I, yes, yeah. I quite like this actually. I, I quite like it, but that undercard, very bottom undercard for non-logo bands, it is quite a struggle to read. It needs toning down yeah. a little. But yeah, I, I like it. I like the color scheme. If there's merch to go alongside that, and if the stage is in it, I think it's going to look quite cool. They did release a bit of merch. It's online only merch as part of this announcement, um, and uh, it's tie dye. Um, there's a tie dye hoodie and a tie dye T-shirt, black and white, with the new uh, white and pink download logo across the front, um, and. It didn't stick around. People lapped this up. It went very, very quickly. And they're nice. They're nice shirts. Yeah. And I, if I had any money and 
whatever, I probably would have bought them. And if they'd got them in my size, which they hadn't by the time I found out about it, then maybe I, I probably, I love merch. You know me, I've I yeah. got the, a, a, a wardrobe full of download merch that never sees the light of day. And this would have added to it. Um, but no, couldn't, I couldn't get there fast enough. Yeah, I couldn't get there fast enough either, which which is a shame. I couldn't I couldn't add more to my useless collection stuff that comes out once a year. <laughs> <laughs> my, my once a year wardrobe. <laughs> right, the frustra- the frustrating thing, and I find this of all like band t shirts, tour t shirts, festival shirts. I've got a load from like my first download in two thousand six, I've got a t shirt sat in my drawer because I'm too scared to wash it. In case in case, yes. in case I lose the memories, you know? I but know. it's <laughs> It's so I might just be two in the future, but that's ex- yeah. that's an expensive game. But you know, Do you know, it's, I've it's had that off. thought actually because the, I've got one-off T-shirts from gigs I've been to or whatever, and I don't want to wear it because it's going to get ruined. I'll, I'll wear it and it'll wear away, and then I'll wash it and and all that. And and it's it's it is it's a shame to buy merch that you're never going to wear. It's never going to be shown. <laughs> no one's ever going to see it. You might wear it once a year. Um, yeah, and I've got, I've got, I, you know, I've got tons of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you got, Lee? That never sees the light of day. I've got a corn t-shirt somewhere um, from two thousand and two. Um, suffice to say, I am a bit bigger than I was when I was twelve, so that's probably never going to fit me ever again. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh, no. A Deftones hoodie that was far too big for me at the time, probably just about fit me now. So yeah, now I've I've got tons of merch hidden away that I, that I probably won't ever wear again. Because like you say, you don't want to you don't want to test it in the washing machine just in case. <laughs> and it's nice merch. That's the awful thing, isn't it? Because you're not going to buy crap. You buy stuff that you want and you mm. stuff you want to wear, but you just never end up doing it. What I have seen people doing is take old T-shirts and cutting around design and slapping it onto a denim jacket or something so that that's i mean i don't know if i would do that i'm not i don't really i'm not a denim person let's just say that um but that's that's a way around it i suppose i think you could rock double denim neil i think you could (laughs) i reckon reckon triple denim (laughs) we still need him to rock out that greg suit from the last episode, oh, yes. yeah. Do you know what? That's 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 a download special. That one. See, I don't mind uh, that going in the wash. <laughs> I can fuck that one up as much as I. I'm not bothered. It cost me eight quid, and it's not a special T-shirt, is it? Let's be honest. Can you wear it on the Saturday? A download, please, so I can actually see you in it. Yeah, is this is this definite now? You, you you've picked the Saturday without really knowing about what. Yeah, it's 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 Metallica. Um, I've never seen Metallica. I, all, I I said even before the draft came out, if it's Metallica on the Saturday, I want to do the Saturday. Um, heard a little rumor as well that Placebo would be doing the Saturday on the on the second stage as well. So, um, so far, if that is the case, it's looking like a good Saturday for me. Unless Envisions play on the Friday okay. or the Sunday or the Thursday, and then I end up doing those one of those days. <laughs> there it is, number three. Yeah, <laughs> that's what swings it, isn't it? Is 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 Envisions really that high up for you? As opposed to everybody else on that lineup, Envisions number one for you. Yeah, I think you know the answer to that. I don't know why you're bothering asking. So whatever day they are showing up, 
that's the day you'll be there. If they show up, yeah. Okay. I thought you were in their DMs. Haven't you uh, slid into their DMs? Can you not ask them? We we chat. Well, what, they're not going to tell me, are they? Because, again, they could probably get... The, the, if they start oh, leaking right. bills, as we've just said, they could get bumped off. Bumped off by Andy Coppins. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can, can you can you imagine if Lee was the reason that Envisions didn't make the lineup? I don't think we'd be friends again. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We. I'm not. I'm, I'm sure I could be end up getting blocked and everything. Then. Oh my god! I thought. How, who who are you in touch with? Is it their PR or is it actually the band themselves? So they're quite they're quite good on their social medias. They they do reply through the band app. They do individually reply um and yeah i think i think i think the chap's name is connor ferris he's the um they're part of their management team who i follow and i th- I think he follows me back i'm not sure um but I've, yeah i've had chats with chats with him as well about about the band yeah asked me actually where i was based um once before an Invisions tour and i said oxford and they, um, they said, well, we're not going to be in Oxford. We're going to be in London. I was like, well, I could do that. And then I didn't. Okay. Um, not committed. <laughs> that's the other joke on this, if isn't it? If you thought you'd go. Yeah, that's the other joke on it, isn't it? I'm, I'm only half committed to my favourite band. <laughs> that's why it's a joke. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, so we've had the download announcement. Um, and it is, according to download, the fastest selling download ever, which is quite an achievement. I mean, um, after 20, can I say 20 years of download? Well, technically it's 19 festivals, isn't it? 18 full festivals. And then you've got the, obviously the pilot. So yeah, yeah, this will be the 20th. Yeah. This will be the 20th festival, won't it? Um, and so it's a massive achievement. And do you reckon it's Metallica that has pushed that over the edge? I think it's a bit of everything, right? I think it's the the, the publicity into download next year already prior to the announcement was um, was quite well pushed. We had Andy Cobb coming out saying it's a great lineup. We had all that kind of pre-hype and the expectation of four days. The double Metallica set they've not headlined since 2012. They've not been in the UK since 2019. Um, you know, so it's it's that's together with the 60 plus bands, and it's the 60 plus bands we've got. They're not they're not your Steel Panthers and your generic kind of rock. And I'm going to call it. And if you're listening, Andy, I do apologise. It's it's your copying rock. It's it's the stuff he lo- loves. <laughs> if it sounds like Def Leppard and and White Snake, then it it made the bill, right? And Sometimes for a lot of uh, the young folk, um, that that could put people off when you've got bands like that supporting Slipknot. You know, you're not going to buy your day tickets, but this lineup so far, I mean, we could be looking at a bunch of fourth stage bands, but we don't know yet. So this lineup so far is looking really fresh and really exciting. And I think they've do- announced it in this way because when you look at, you know, when we were young festival, how they announced bands, that big bulk of bands that gets people excited. And I think that's kind of the vibe they've tried to go for here. Just announce a lot of fresh modern stuff. 
You touch on the um, so what you said, what you called the copping bands, and essentially yes. we've only got copping one- rock. Yeah, copping rock. Essentially, we've only got one band from the nineteen eighties. Correct me if I'm wrong. On the lineup, um, I can't see yeah. any bands that. I mean, if they didn't cut their teeth um, in in the eighties, they were done in the nineties. I mean, this is a very millennial lineup and i i it, it's excited it is uh, again i mean is this all the old rock now is this the old metal bands now like, are we the are we the old the old crowd are we old now it looks like it <laughs> are we old enough for dad rock is this our dad rock oh, are we the people they moan about is, is slipknot the new journey <laughs> <laughs> It's duality, don't stop believing. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You see, that you don't really notice the passage of time necessarily, do you, until it comes to things like this. Um, and I think, I think the time has come <laughs> for all the stuff that we like to be. I mean, Placebo was out when I was a kid. I think they released their first oh, album yeah. in 1996. Um, obviously, the first single was Nancy Boy. Um, yeah, they're a, a mid. You were six years old, Lee. I was a baby. Mm. I was not old like you two. Um, well, I was thirteen. No, sorry, yeah, thirteen. I was in nineteen ninety-six. Fuck me, you. And old. I remember the impact they had when they first appeared. Because oh. I'm old enough too. I don't. <laughs> I was only a baby and wasn't really into music until I was like eight or eight, eight, nine years old. I think I was 37. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't do maths, but I was definitely in school. What was the first CD that you bought? <laughs> um, the first CD that I bought with my own money as a youngster, I believe, was Linkin Park Hybrid Theory. Oh, now, too cool. Too coolly. Do you want me to tell you my first CD that I had that wasn't out of my own pocket? Oh, go on then. The Spice Girls. Oh, there we go. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I love the Spice Girls. Spice Girls, uh, Britney, your, yeah. Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah, I had all those. I love the Spice Girls, apart from the Tory one. Um, were, oh, can of worms. <laughs> fuck me. They're all fucking Tories. <laughs> yeah, that picture of uh, Jerry hugging... Nadine Dorries didn't go down well in my house. Um, no. That was very funny. What about you, Eamon? What was your first CD? The, f- the first I can remember buying was I walked into Woolworths to buy a CD single, and it was uh, it was Barbie Girl by Aqua. That's the first one I remember was buying. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's metal. Wow. That that's, I, that's very metal. I definitely had... Yeah. I mean, the second one was probably something by five, but I was obsessed <laughs> with five. Still am. Book up for download. You heard. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm quite yeah. impressed with that because when you're a kid, you're into novelty music, aren't you? You know, and stuff that's a little Excuse bit. Excuse me. Excuse me. Why? Why are you calling Aqua novelty? <laughs> like I know they had a full album you? out. Look, they, they had a few full albums. They had Aquarium. Did they? they had. Yeah, they had something else. You know, I was a big fan. I could, 
I could probably still to this day sing through the entire of their first album word for word. Wow. I'm pretty certain they've got a TikTok. They're, they're, they're very active now. They've, they've not long uh, reformed and started doing live stuff again. And they look really good live. <laughs> I think they're playing... Uh, if they're not playing, I think they are playing... Uh, I think Rock the Park Festival in Wrexham. They might have done it here. Is it Wrexham? It's not Wrexham. It's somewhere near Wales. With Rich, wow. Rich would know if he was on, but he's not. So we can slag off the Welsh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Welshies. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But wow, yeah, I, I love them. I'd go see them live right impressed. now. Well, is there room for them? I mean, if they were, I mean, where 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 could you put them at download? Where would they fit? Um, I think that the major opinion would be sort of in the bin behind third stage. <laughs> but, uh, but on a, on a serious note, like we've talked about scooter before, I reckon if you shoved them in like the village. Or in like a late night slot, it would be rammed. Or like, yeah, I, I guess it's Thursday night in a village, but Wednesday or Thursday, kind of everyone knows Aqua. Like, yeah, yeah, it would just happen. I mean, I can't name more than one, possibly two tracks, but I would absolutely be there. <laughs> you mean you mean you can't name Barbie Girl, Doctor Jones, Candyman, Roses Are Red? <laughs> uh, keep going, keep going. Uh, can I? Can I? I reckon you I should. I probably could, but I reckon I should. So, Roses are Red, Candyman. <laughs> my oh my, my oh my. Do you want to say goodbye? Tune. Wow. But anyway, yeah, Bloody Wood are really good. <laughs> Bloody- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, um, and just to make it fair, um, I my first CD, oh my God. It was probably... Do you remember Desiree? This might be a bit before your time, to be honest. Um, Desiree, You Gotta Be, I think was my first CD. Uh, Blank faces, they've got no It sounds familiar, Um, I have to admit, but... (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't sing Uh, it says When when you say it was called... When when you say it's called You Gotta Be, is it You've Got To Mm -hmm. Be, or have you you have a bee? You have, like, a pet bee. (laughs) Is it about that? I don't know. You've got a bee. (laughs) Well, maybe that was a... A deeper meaning that I didn't appreciate as a as an eleven year old maybe, um, but uh, yeah, that was that was. I mean, I did. I did, did I'm just trying to think of embarrassing ones. I did buy. Um, there was a remix of the One Foot in the Grave theme tune that I bought <laughs> about that same time, as well. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's so it's in my iTunes library, so it does occasionally <laughs> show its face. Just- just comes on shuffle. Yeah. And uh, there's some interesting uh, explanations that have to go on when that comes on. What's this? Um, but uh, I, I liked it. Um, so, um, Slam Dunk have also announced some more bands, haven't they? Yeah. So yes. this, is the, this is the festival um, that we had announced that we were going to first. Um, they, yes. have, they have added... Flogging Molly, Go uh, Go Bordello, The Hunter, Spanish Love Songs, Movements, Sincere Engineer, Wargasm, Vukovi, Holding Absence, The Mazingas, Static Dress, uh, We Came as Romans. Um, I didn't know much about We Came as Romans, but I, I've heard very positive things from people that obviously that knew them before they reunited. So that's going to be an exciting one for some people. 
Um, I'm excited for Wargasm. I know they get a lot of hate. I don't understand why. I think they're they're, they're such a fun band, uh, a fun heavy band, and I I'm really glad they're going to be um, at Slam Dunk. Didn't you say it was something to do with the associations that the lead singer has at one point? So yeah, the 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 least the, the male lead the male lead singer Sam is son of one of the Sex Pistols. Um, so when, oh, was he? Wow. Yeah. So when they got their main stage slot, opening up the main stage, a lot of people were kicking off saying they didn't deserve it. Obviously, he, he they got it only because of him, um, which I thought was unfair. They're a very popular band. Um, they're, 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 it, if there was shit, they wouldn't be put there, would they? I don't imagine so. And so it's it's not fair to say like they're the they're only there because of his dad. And they were there because they're a good band. They're an exciting band. So I mean, that's where I would have put them. Yeah, you've got to have some merit apart from because your your dad was a rock star or something. It's got to be more than that. Yeah. One of these weird things in it, right? So there could be a million bands like Wargasm that sound exactly the same or just as good, but you know, they they there's there's no denying that that relation and Milky Way is it Milky? I can't is it Milky her name? I can't remember. Her name's Milky, like, yeah. She used to, Milky, yeah. Used to play with Youngblood, I'm fairly certain as well. So um there's there's connections to the industry already, which which definitely helps get a foot in the door. I think the thing is they've got the foot in the door they have to kind of keep it there and i think as it time goes on people will become used to them but i think people don't like the slots they're getting so quick in their career but i mean i kind of agree really i'm kind of getting more warm to them i remember being at the pilot which is my first experience of orgasm and yeah. i i heard this <laughs> i think i referred to it at the time sorry orgasm as a monstrosity <laughs> <laughs> um, and I seem to remember saying, I seem to remember saying, um, you know, I know I've not had live music for a year, but I don't want this. Something. Okay. Other. Um, That's a strong however, opinion. It is. However, I didn't watch them at download this year, but I did obviously watch the highlight show um, and stuff like that. And the more I listen, and they did, um, obviously, Ra Reynolds came onto a song with them. Um, so that spurred me on to listen to them a bit. And they're all right, you know. I'm 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 warming rounds, and I'm no stranger to warming rounds of bands. So, I think if I continue the way they're going, they're going to get natural momentum as well. I think I need to give them more of a chance, really, because um, I don't think I was really paying attention at the pilot. <laughs> I knew they were on. I wasn't really <laughs> listening, um, and you know, from what I heard, I wasn't immediately drawn to them. But you know. I find that the more the more of a, um, a band I listen to, I get more of a feel for for who they are and what kind of stuff they make, and either if it, it's, it's either for me or it's not. And I feel like I ought to give them more of a chance than I have done. I'm not I'm slagging them off like like whoever you were talking about, Lee, but um, there weren't immediately one that I thought, oh, I like this. You know what I mean? They're definitely polarizing. They're definitely you either love them or you detest them. I think but it's just that kind of music. I think it's they are splitting opinions. Yeah, yeah, it is quite different, isn't it? It's not the. It's not a. You know, I can't really think of anything that's that similar in terms of style um, to what they do. No, they've been described sort of as as a new new metal, um, 
which I'm, I'm a fan really? of. Really? Yeah, I, I, I loved new metal as well, a kid. Well, you're the expert, aren't you, for new metal? Uh, I wouldn't say expert. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. You're more expert than me. Look, look at that happily, of course, you're the expert. Uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. I was half tempted to take it off, to be honest. I thought, no, can't change style halfway through a recording. I would look strange. If you want, you've got, you've got, if you want to, you can, by all means. There's a, you know, we haven't mentioned the dinosaur that's behind you, I don't think. So, you know, there's the stranger things going on in your, your frame than, than just whether you're wearing a hat. (laughs) Well, thank you for the permission, Dad. I'll take my hat off. Okay. Um, mind. <laughs> so let's have a oh, look. Oh God, you do look oh. strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All I can hear from so that I take my headphones off, all I can hear is oh God. Yeah. <laughs> you love um, it. Mm-hmm. So now um uh, we leave do you know I'm really looking looking forward to Slam Dunk. It'll be my first time there. Um really want to see the offspring. Um looking forward to see Enter Shikari again. Um there's there's loads of bands. I'm sure we're going to have a great time. Uh, you know, it's not it's not one I've been to before, and it, it'll be different uh, to download because you know they're not all the same, are they? Um, but then we've got Bloodstock, who have also announced some extra bands. Who've we got? This announcement was made uh, sort of uh, this, this this sort of made like the of almost like the like mid October. Um, so to some people, this may be old news, but we'll announce it regardless. Um, so I, I'm not going to cut in this. Right, Amy, I sort of cut you off. Then, do you want to take this one? Do you want to take this announcement? I mean, yeah, we can take it. So, I mean, the the, the big band of this announcement, announcement in flames, in flames, um, landing. I think a special guest slot um, on the Friday. Special guest to kill switch. So that in flames to kill switch run is quite old school. And then we had, I think, Anthrax, Sepultura, Ugly Kid Joe, Whitechapel, Trollfest, who I've never heard of, but I want to hear of. <laughs> um, and I hope it's what I think it is. Uh, Biohazard, another one I've never heard of. Cosmic Skull, um, and I hope it's a spacey skull um, and non-point as well, um, amongst others. So, yeah, it's added to a wealth of a lineup, which we still don't have our third main stage headliner for, which is which is interesting. Um, and mm. you know, they put out on they put out Facebook the other day. I think Vicky did in in one of the groups, just sort of saying. We're looking for our third headliner. Who do you want to see? So whether they're actually look, still looking to book a third headliner or if it's just some clever PR stuff, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's, it's coming together as a good lineup with only two two of the main headliners being kills, which are Megadeth. We've got no one for the Saturday yet. Did we not have a conversation a, couple, a few weeks ago, maybe even last week, regarding um, Vicky maybe jokingly adding Venga Boys to the lineup? Yeah, I mean, so Venga Boys obviously became a massive thing during during the thanks to the download pilot, and it just it's just kind of followed around metal festivals since in DJ sets and before bands, and you know Def Bloob still use it before their set. But Vicky did tweet to Venga Boys, um, sort of saying, you know, what are you guys doing next August, kind of thing. And it 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 was I I don't know if it was a joking tweet or what, but it. If you stuck them in the Thursday as just like the first band on in in the Sophie tent, it would just explode. I mean, we had Punk Rock Factory at Bloodstock a couple like last year, and the tent was rammed. People are up for Bloodstock nowadays. People like a bit of a laugh. So, yeah, I, I want Venga Boys at Bloodstock. Saturday headline. Actually, let's actually, 
I do think that's an, uh, something to remember about metalheads is that we've got a sense of humour and, you know, it, we, we aren't all like, you know, it's, it must be 100% metal at this metal festival. You know, if, if you've yeah. got Venga Boys, <laughs> yeah. they'll get, we're, it's not going to be an empty tent. We're not all white corpse painted depression. We're actually, we're actually quite, <laughs> quite a boisterous bunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, does it look like a typical lineup so far? There's nothing massively outlandish or surprising about the, uh, the lineup so far, is there? So it's it's a weird one with Bloodstock, right? Because they're 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 known for the for the heavier side of heavy. So your black metal, your death metal, your power metal, um, and if you compare it to previous like old school Bloodstock lineups, then it is quite different. You know, you wouldn't is have it? yeah, you wouldn't have Kill Switch on an old school Bloodstock lineup, or you know, or bands like that. So, like even Knocked Loose look a little bit out of place, but they don't because Bloodstock has evolved, and I think you know having Bands like Parkway Drive coming in and headlining a couple of years ago. Um, they are evolving as a metal festival. They're still sticking to their roots. You know, you've got Decapitated in there, Sepultura, uh, Devil Drive, Ramfax. They are still sticking to that route, but they are definitely trying to drag in new people, like a million percent. Um, and I think they get the balance right now. Um, you know, it shows at the festival itself they get the balance right. But you do find on, on the Bloodstock forums and Facebook page, you get those people moaning. You know, it's it's the same kind of people that I moan that moan that Biffy Claro headline a rock festival. It, it's it's those kind of people. All these bands that are booked are metal bands, and they're yeah. playing a metal festival. You know, it's yeah. it's as simple as that. You know, it's it's a weird one, but Kill Switch headlining will be phenomenal. Mega Dave, I'll probably <laughs> go home early for. But uh, people who love Mega Dave love him, love him live. So uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what comes of Saturday because the rumors were. Machine Head after they finished their tour and a Monomath, but that tour's been over now for weeks, so it's not looking like it's them. So, uh, I think Trivium are in the hat. They've still got a tour coming up, so maybe they're waiting until after that to whack Trivium in there. Yeah. But I think that'd be interesting if you had Kill Switch, Trivium, and Megadeth because that'd be a very non-traditional Bloodstock set of headliners, but still a very good set of headliners that will sell a lot of tickets. I'm quite impressed that they've got Ugly Kid Joe for the Sunday. I mean, I haven't heard of Ugly Kid Joe since what must be the nineties. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they've split up and reformed or, or what. But that's Ugly Kid Joe, really? Wow, nice booking. Yeah, they, they just kept going. I think I don't think they split up at all. But I could be completely wrong. I wouldn't mind okay. seeing some more power metal on the Bloodstock lineup. I think it's something they've. Um, not lacked because there obviously there have been some power metal bands playing, but my first Bloodstock, obviously you had a band called Ordenogen, and I'd love to see more of that German power metal. Just, just because, a bit selfish. I enjoy it, um, and I'm sure in past past Bloodstocks there have been more of it, more of that sort of style of metal. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I. Yeah, I'd like to see some more power metal because you don't get to. You see one power metal band at download, and I think Bloodstock, if they did more of that, you'd probably still you'd probably you'd probably get a bit of a niche crowd, but it it it's a crowd that could do with their own sort of music at a festival. 
Oh, a hundred percent. And and Bloodstock used to always be is always good for booking that kind of band. And I've just been giggling in the background as well because I've clicked on Trollfest's name on the uh, on the Bloodstock line, and I'm very happy because I'll just read the genre and you can make your own opinion. The genre they describe themselves as. Um, well, sorry, it says Trollfest's closest genre definition would have to be something like to describe them as that is bad English, but it is happy-go-lucky party troll folk black metal. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as we finish this podcast, I am going to go and listen to Trollfest because it sounds great. Wow. Oh my god, I've never heard anything like it. No, I, I want all this in my life. They're oh, they're from Norway. <laughs> That would explain a lot, to yeah. be fair. Oh, does that make sense now? Does it? It does. It does. So, so I love Norway. I've been. I've. I've holidayed there, and I'm going again next year. Um, oh, you? And this does. It does make sense. Yeah, it's it's daft. Daft meets black metal. It, it makes total sense to me. Are they the type to have inflatables on stage with them? Click on their name. It looks that way. Yeah, if you clicked yeah. on, if you clicked on the name Neil, and had a look at their main picture and all their Hawaiian shirts, you, you'd probably oh. you, you could take a guess. Say there could be a few inflatables coming. Okay, let's have a little look. This, this is what makes things great, right? With metalheads, and I I find metalheads so bizarre. Like I include myself in this. We're happy to have this kind of metal band, and we love it. And you've got Alestorm and your pirate metal, whatever you want, but. Like, the second you book someone like Bring Me the Horizon for a festival, you call Bring Me the Horizon silly and pop. Like, but we're, we're there with fucking inflatable swords and boats having a whale of a time. Like, it's just so silly. I love it. They do look fun, in fairness. Yeah. They <laughs> and, look very, and, very You fun. know, what else do you go to a gig for? You want to have fun. It's yeah. not all about death and, and people equal shit. And, you know, it's it's you want to have fun too. Yeah, exactly. Hang on. So have you? Do you? If, okay. So I did the same as you, um, and I've just clicked on Church of the Cosmic Skull. Um, and oh, I've not been there yet. No, and they've been described as putting that ABBA in Sabbath since 2016. Um, the band's mystical origins and white-robed stage attire carry all the trappings of an early 70s hippie sex cult, but their sound is rooted firmly in the crunching classic era arena rock. Oh, wow. I think oh. I'd be up the front for these. That sounds hilarious as well. <laughs> that does sound like a good time. Oh, yeah, my God. I would definitely see them. From Nottingham. <laughs> wow. I was going to say they're from your neck of the woods, aren't they? Or around the Midlands sort of. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go find them. <laughs> does, does that make sense as well? Because, oh, well, they're from Nottingham. That makes sense. Is, that, is it one of those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, let's move on a little bit. We've got Glastonbury. Um, ticket sales have just happened. There's only a small window when you can get a, um, a Glastonbury ticket. Um, and it has passed. And they all got sold out within, was it minutes? It was within an uh, hour. It was very quick. Uh, within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a huge place. How many tickets are they selling? Like 200,000? It's 200,000. At least seven. At least seven. <laughs> yeah. Maybe eight, but yeah. Wow, God. I mean, um, we think we, you know, Lee, because we we were talking about um, how busy it was 
when Guns N' Roses were at download. And then, uh, Eamon, you were mentioning 2012 when um, Metallica came to download and it was just so rammed at download. Can you imagine it being like that every single day at a place like Glastonbury? I don't know if I could cope. It sounds like hell, honestly. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, this this is the this is one of the things that's making me sort of doubt my attendance for the Metallica Saturday is that it's going to be exactly the same, if not worse, at download uh, for Metallica or the Metallica Day. It's going to be rammed. And it's going to make for a fantastic show and a fantastic day. The atmosphere is going to be incredible. But uh, mm. fucking 110,000 people, let alone 200,000 uh, um, at Glastonbury, it sounds like hell. Yeah, you know, it's going to bother me at Glastonbury because you can't get a good view of anything. I mean, if you, you see it on television and they're all, the, the crowd is so far back. I mean, at least from the way it looks on telly, that you just think, well, if I'm stood at the back, can I hear it? Can I see what's going on? I don't know if I'm going to enjoy that, really. Um, I mean, Download is a much, much smaller festival, so you probably are going to be able to see what's going on. But I don't know if it's it's still going to be... It's too busy. There's too many people. Hmm. It's, it's, it's a long way to walk for a Wii as well. Like... Yes. If you're down the front of, of that stage for, I don't know, Shirley Bassey having a great time <laughs> and you know you you need a wee like there's, there's no there's yeah. no quick sprint to the bar um but yeah yeah and it's not bottle it's not um pint pots of beer that people are throwing yes it is no one wants to pee in a cup and throw it god that's just disgusting <laughs> um so uh iron maiden have announced a UK tour between June and July next year. Um, they'll be visiting Glasgow, Leeds, Manchester, Nottingham, Birmingham, and London. It's a huge tour, this, and that's just the UK leg, isn't it? Yeah, it's looking like a good tour. I mean, I'm not a massive Maiden fan, but um, yeah, it's, I'm quite surprised they're doing arenas and that, that many. Um, they usually come across to do a stadium show here or there, so it's Quite a nice change from Stu Arenas. Maybe they're starting to calm down and wind right. down from their stadium shows. That maybe it's the maybe now those sort of bands have peaked in their stadiums at the start. Right, let's go back into arenas. You know, we're getting old now. Sod it. Let's get back into the clubs. Let's get back into the dives. Let's just let's not put any pressure on ourselves anymore. We've 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 had our fun. Yeah, this is a European tour. Um they're going all over the place and it is arenas. Yeah, you're right. I can see a lot of arenas there. Um, some festivals, there's a festival there in Italy, the return of the gods festival. Um, and then Germany fest Halle. Not sure what that is. Olympia Halle. By the looks Maybe of it, arenas, I don't know. By the, no, by the looks of it, the Europe, the Europe legs are, um, Apart from the specific, like the ones that say actually arena in the title, a lot of them look like um, uh, festivals. Um, the Antwerp Belgium one, that's Grass Pop. I'm absolutely certain that's Grass oh, Pop. And then you've got the Dortmund in Germany. Oh, no, I could be wrong here. Um, Westfalen Hall, I have no idea. I was going to say, um, <laughs> I was going to say, Rock, I was going to say Rock and yeah, Ring, doing... Rock and Ring, but. Ah, 
they're playing Wacken. Yeah. Um, yeah. In August, so they're mixing it up with festivals and uh, arenas by the looks of it. Hellfest. Uh, Four-day passes were only on sale for an hour before selling out. Where's Hellfest? France. 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 Mm. Have you? Is that one you would go to? Because I, I don't know much about Hellfest. We. Oui, it's go. one I want to go to. Yeah. It's only 60,000 people as well, which I was quite surprised at. Um, I thought with the sort of... Um, names they pulled out of the hat for this year's festival which ended up being a seven-day festival it's only about sixty thousand people um really yeah oh and i'm just gonna drop their name in again envisions actually open up the main stage at hellfest so it's obviously Today? wow that's one thing that you know what that's one thing that's annoyed me how a festival in europe has given this band a push like that to stick them on their main stage, over the main stage, and download. Yeah. yeah, they did put them in the in the body takeover, but we know who was to thank for that. But to not have them in in the proper in the proper in the main download, um, I think they might have missed a trick. And it's not just envisions that it happens to. Yeah, it's very competitive. You know, everybody wants to be on those stages, don't they? That's one of, if not France's biggest metal festival. So I'd have thought, I'd have thought, um, like you said, competition, it, they, they would have, maybe I'm just biased. Maybe I like them too much. I, I just think they, they should be at the top of the festival. They should be on every stage on every time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it. I agree. <laughs> with, I agree with your opinion. That's your opinion. I agree with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it. Who else is it that you like apart from Envisions? There's another one I can't think of. Corn. There we go. Uh, I do love Corn. Uh, you don't. I never hear you talk about Corn anymore. Corn don't need the recognition. You know, they're they're a, they're almost a thirty year old band. So they they they've had their time. Need to make room make oh, okay. make room for the new bands. The band you're thinking of um, is as everything unfolds. Because they're from my own, okay. they're from my hometown of High Wycombe. Yes. So I I tried to plug them as much as I could before the uh, this uh, download this year, because yeah, they're my hometown homies, so they deserve a plug in. Do you know what? They're not on the download lineup, are they? Because they played last year. I guess they could oh, yeah. be. They played last year. So does that so does that mean that they won't be on next year's? Um, it's rare that mm. that bands do play year after year. It's rare, but it can happen. Um, I'm not sure what yeah, their plans done, are for. They've done two years on the trot, haven't they? As well, is that as everything unfolds? So they did. They did the pilot as well, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, they did the pilot, and they actually played twice in the same year. They did this year. They played in the uh, RIP Village, which was awesome. It was. It was very loud. Um. So we've got a strange story next um not really sure what this is all about but uh, apparently someone was grating cheese onto people at a show um now how you managed to get through <laughs> with cheese 
and a greater um, into the audience of any show? I, I don't really know. Um, let's let's read the story and find out, shall we? Um, this is from metalinjection.net. Um, <laughs> so, um, Viagra Boys, which is a, a Swedish rock band, were playing the Desert Days <laughs> Festival. And um, someone in the crowd started grating cheese on other concert goers, like full on <laughs> grating a whole block of cheddar onto people. Um, and there's this pictures of this. Um, there's somebody, can you see this? There's somebody <laughs> with their hands in the air in the crowd, cheese in one hand, grater in the other. Um, and, you know, it's, I know it's not a knife. But a cheese grater, it could do some damage. I mean, it would be very unpleasant. Look, you can see this clearly. Well, why? why? <laughs> I, I have so many questions. Like, so many questions. Firstly, oh, wow. It's all yeah, kicking off on that TikTok. I, like, I have so many questions. Like, one, who are the Viagra boys? And, like, <laughs> what is their profession? Like, second... Yeah. Why? Yeah. Third, what kind of cheese was it? Because if this is in Sweden, there's plenty to choose from. Oh, that's true. And, <laughs> and for, like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, th- th- there's no answer to this. It was just spotted at, at a gig, and and no one managed to get an answer. But there it is. So just watch out next time you go to a gig. Uh, there could be low flying cheese. Um, Tell you what. So took. That was a. Um... That was a great story, Neil. (laughs) It was, wasn't it? Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, beware the cheese. Um, So physical copies of Slipknot's new album have got the wrong title on the cover. Um, Now, that's a bit of a fuck-up, isn't it? That's not something you want to happen. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to share this with you so you can read along with me. Let's read along, children. Um, so um, physical copies of the record have the wrong title on the cover, and fans have reported their copy contains the error. Uh, one fan uploaded a photo of their vinyl copy of the album on Reddit, which shows the title, The End For Now, dot, 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 on the cover, rather than The End, comma, So Far. I mean, it's not a massive mistake, but it is a bit weird. I mean, perhaps that was, you know, you have working titles and the wrong one was sent to the printers or something like that. But I guess they would they be worth more because they're wrongly printed? Give it 20 years. You'll, you'll, see, you'll see people bidding for it on eBay. Guarantee you'll see people bidding thousands for it on eBay. Um, that is a story from loudwire.com. Um, it's quite unusual, though. It's an unusual thing, and I don't know if you've listened to the album, but it's an unusual album as well. Is like, it? In what way? It's it's a Slipknot record. It it is, but it's. I've not re-listened to it like more. I listened to it like two or three times just to try and get my head around it. I'm not re-listened to anything from it. It's kind of very, just there for me. Like it's very yeah. it's very Corey. It's it's very like modern Corey Slipknot, but it's probably more so than. You know, all hope is gone and, and everything else. It's 
it's it's not for me, but it's it's got a couple of songs in there that will go down well in a set list. You know, it's got two or three songs that they can slot into a set quite easily. Well, according to Kerrang.com, it has done very well. Um, it has got to number one, um, their third UK number one album. So it's selling. Look at them all there. They love it. Uh, not sure which, which costume I would like to wear for Halloween, actually. Probably this guy at the front with uh, a sort of little red riding hood. Um, Sid, he's on. actually British. He's from Oxfordshire. He's from Oxfordshire. He's he's lived in America. Oh, do you know him? No, he's lived in America most of his life. Um, uh, But he is originally from Oxfordshire, I believe. Um, Also, uh, also, is he not married to Kelly Osborne now? I'm sure I read that somewhere. No way. Oh my God. I think you're right. I need to just double check so I haven't made that up. <laughs> I mean, is that a, is that a, a match made in heaven? Do you think? Maybe. Well, can you imagine if Ozzy was like your 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 step your stepdad, your father in law? I don't know how I'd feel about that. I don't know. I can't really. <laughs> I, mean, I think it would make it... me feel a bit paranoid. <laughs> Could you imagine nicking his I beer? Think you're right. Like, could you imagine slipping one of his beers out of his room and going fucking mental at you? I mean, I know he's an old man now, I but I still shit myself. Your life would be that... like being on a crazy train. Sorry. <laughs> how does that? How how does that first meeting happen? It's like, hi, yeah, you're gonna come meet the parents today, and it's it's Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne because she's just as crazy. Like, <laughs> I, like, can you imagine just sitting there going round for a Sunday roast and just going, "Oh, yes, it's nice to meet you. What do you do? Oh, I wear a mask and scream." <laughs> yeah, I well, I hit I hit bins with a freaking baseball bat. Do you know what? When you meet your Ozzy Osbourne, I don't think there's anything that you could say that could surprise him or surpass anything that he's already done. I think he's very true. You know, he'd probably just go, "All right, then." You know, I talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got so much. Um, how can I put that? I've I've got a lot of respect for Ozzy. Um, you know, he's uh, yeah. he's seen it all. He's done it all, hasn't he? And he's survived a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, I I like Aussie. I'm going I'm going through an Aussie phase. Like I go through phases of Aussie as to whether I like like him or don't. And I'm going oh, really? through an Aussie phase, but I think it's because I watch a lot of like ghost hunting shows, and Jack Osborne's a ghost hunter now. Um, like, yes, and that's yeah. that's his career. But he also does a show. Like it's on Discovery Plus if you want to watch it, which <laughs> is um, Osborne's Want to Believe, and it's basically a, a creepy goggle box in like the Osborne's basement where Jack Osborne will show Ozzy and Sharon clips of like ghost hunts or UFOs and tries to make them believe, and it's just Ozzy just making stupid comments on these fucking clips, and it's whilst he's trying not <laughs> it's to fall very asleep, watchable. It's, it's it is very, very good. watchable. It's very very good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah i love him and it's it's you know it's people are at a minute deciding if next year's tour is going to happen because obviously he's struggling to walk there was the two shows he's done like was it the commonwealth games he, he came back and did that and people are questioning if he can do a full tour next year and you know there's, there's a f- i'd be very surprised if he did he's looking very old nowadays yeah, he is he is looking very old but there's still time for him to recover and get into shape and it's it's been quite documented that when he goes onto stage, 
he's a completely different person and, and you know he's he's just there. So maybe he's got yeah. one last outing in him before he before he retires. I'd like to think he does because it'd be a shame for him to go without it, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Has he retired before? Has he ever retired? No. Like Black Sabbath have retired multiple times. Um but then he's yeah. he's always carried on with Aussie stuff. I've had a lot of breaks, but yeah. he's always tended to do a lot of Aussie Osborne stuff outside of it. He's still releasing records, isn't he? I mean he's still writing and yeah. recording. Yeah, and, and the most recent album is actually really good. There's a lot of collaborations on it, but it's a really, really good album and you know, the fact that he's still got that in him as well is is pretty impressive. So I think he's got one one more in him, and I think he would he'd want to do it. I think he's always said he'll die on stage, so I think yeah. it's probably gonna happen. Oh my god! Um, so um, there's been well because we've been we've been away for a few weeks, and in that time, quite a lot has happened, particularly yeah. to Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> They've yeah. reappeared out of nowhere, haven't they? Where have they come from? You know, Tom DeLong's Tom DeLong, Long, he's back. He stopped being a conspiracy theorist, and he's stopped chasing I heard UFOs. And... I, I heard he was he, he was well into sort of like alien chasing or something like that, UFO chasing. But yeah, it, it, but yeah, he's 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 back, and, and and I'm conflicted. I'm I'm going to Birmingham. I'm going to see him. Um, Are you? So so I am very excited. I was very lucky to snag some tickets, and you know the new song they've released, Edging, is. It's like he's never been away. It's it's really? very good. It's like, you know, it's it's not old school Blink, but it's like Blink grown up. Um, but but there is a but that comes with this. Like I I saw him on their their first reunion back in two thousand fourteen or somewhere along that period, two thousand nine, two thousand fourteen. At the time they kind of reunited the first time round, and they were shite. Like, and it was mainly. Because of Tom, like Tom wasn't good on stage, and it kind of dragged the momentum oh, really? of it down. And it was kind of I, I walked away from that from the set. I saw him at Leeds Festival, and I walked away saying I'd never watch him again. Um, and they, you know, they're one of my favorite bands. But then Matt Skiba joined the band to, to replace Tom for that for that period, and I've seen him with Skiba now a couple of times, and they they blew me away. Like they were a completely different band. They were so refreshed. So energized. I love the two albums they released of Skiba were incredible, and I was always kind of you know I don't want Tom to come back. Um, but with that said, if Tom is on form and he's sorted himself out a bit and he's excited for it and wants to do it, then it's going to be a spectacular reunion. I think this time around, I think it's got a very different vibe about it. Last time it was very much felt like a cash in, but I yeah. think you can tell there's something about it so i'd love a world where there was all four of them doing doing a tour but i think it's going to be very good and very exciting tom back and it's obviously blown up the internet because there's people that didn't know blink 182 was still going they think this is a brand new reunion and they've actually not stopped they've just changed vocalists so it's yeah I, i'm excited i'm and if the album's anything like the single it's, it's going to be a good album You've obviously got faith, Eamon, that they're going to be as good as you hope they're going to be because you've bought tickets, haven't you? I bought tickets and fuck me, they were expensive. I never thought I'd yeah. pay like 80 quid per ticket. to Like, I think it's 80 quid and I'm rear standing at Birmingham and that's fucking expensive, right? But nothing's cheap nowadays. No. Now, I think, would I have bought tickets? So, so um, 
my other half, Laura, who you know who you know well, um, she's never seen Blink with Tom. So that kind of swayed me to get tickets and give them another try. And then yeah. they've released Edging, which, you know, it, it, it does seem very fresh. And it seems like they've put actually a bit of effort into it and tried to rekindle that old Blink kind of vibe. So I'm hopeful. And there's a lot riding on it for them, I think. And I think with, obviously, mm. everything all the band's been through separately their lives. So I think it means a lot to them to come back together as the original three. And I think that's why it's happening now. Because I think right. they'll regret it if they didn't do it. So I think it's... Last time around, it felt like a cash-in, and it felt very much like, especially Tom couldn't be bothered um, and was just kind of ringing it in, whereas this time it feels... They've not performed live, obviously, yet, but this time it feels it feels better. So when does the tour actually begin? Have they started yet? or? Um, it's over in America first, I believe, um, but over here it's it's October next year. Um, with with the story so far supporting, I believe. So they should be well grooved in by the time you get to see them. They're, they'll either be well grooved in or well sick of it all by then. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, October. Fair enough. It's it's, it's a way yeah. off, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So Dream State are back with a brand new lineup and single called Taunt Me. Yeah. This is. This is exciting, and it provokes more conversations than just Dream State, I think. So, I don't know if you're familiar with Dream State, but previously they were... The last few years, they were an absolutely huge, wait, a huge up-and-coming band with CJ, their singer, was just phenomenal on stage, phenomenal presence. They were getting a lot behind them, um, a lot of opportunities, and had a big following. But they... CJ left the band for her own personal reasons, which I completely respect. And it left, essentially all the band left, and it left just one guy, Aled, in the band. So he's the only member of the band now. And he's created this new lineup, new singer, new guitar, new drummer, new bass wow. player, and him. And I was nervous about it because I, I love Dream State. And it, is it... Is it still Dream State with a completely different lineup? I, I don't know, but they've they've released this new song and Jessie, um, she's very different to CJ and she's got weirdly I've never heard anything done before, but she's got a weird almost Chester Bennington vibe. Like her voice is quite raspy, but in a good way. It's very it's, yeah, it's a very powerful voice. And what, what I'm hearing so far sounds promising. Um, I still don't know if it's Dream State. Like, Alid's an original member. He's who created Dream State pretty much, but it, it, can a band be a band if you lose 95% of your band? Is that a thing? Well, look, at the, there's a lot of Motown acts that have changed. Um, do you know what? Weirdly enough, the 90s dance act Snap... I think that's his son rather than actually him doing yeah. rapping on stuff for now. So, I mean, I guess, I guess you can still, under the same banner, under the same name, do it. I mean, because yeah, people just, do it, don't they? Yeah, I mean, is, is it any different to, like, I don't know, different people playing Macbeth? Like, is it any different to that? It's just material. It's just, it's just yeah. artistic material. So, I don't know, I'm conflicted. <laughs> well what do you reckon to the, the, the new single it's it's good it is a good 
and it's it is dream state it like weirdly it's it's a very dream statey song yeah. so but how have they made a dream state song it's just one member of dream state left i don't know my mind is blown <laughs> like my mind is completely blown but it's i'm i'm excited for the future of them you know i'll i'll i do love dream state and the name and they've got a great back catalog be interested to see how jesse comes with that and you know any forthcoming album but yeah. yeah, it's 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 a very interesting scenario. The DNA of Dream State must have somehow survived in that one remaining member, and he's he's inseminating everybody. <laughs> he's he's spreading his the Dream State seed. He is. <laughs> it's 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 happening. That's quite an image. Yeah. Um, now then, uh, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, who we all love, I'm sure. Um, have uh, they've got a, a, a single uh the drugs is the name of it uh and uh, that's with jamie t now i'm not sure where i stand on jamie t to be honest um and i haven't heard the single but i'm, I'm willing to give it a chance uh i do love frank and and the rattlesnakes and i i've um i am I, i've got a t-shirt i've seen them on stage i've got some of their stuff um, so I can I can only hope that it's as good as I hope it's going to be. It sounds interesting. Um, I I admittedly have a Jamie T album lying about somewhere. I used to listen have to him, used to listen to him as a teenager. Um, so it's an interesting collaboration. Uh, I haven't just listened to the listened to the single yet. I think it's definitely it would definitely be worth a go. Um, yeah, very interesting. So I have. But, uh, so, so poor research, boys. Poor research. Honestly, you call yourself hosts. Honestly, no. I, I listen. It was a music video as well. And if anything, like it's, it's very new era Frank Carter. So it's a it is a good song. Yeah. But if anything, just watch the music video because Jamie T cannot lip sync like to save his life. <laughs> I don't know who edited and put it together, but he, he can't lip sync. It's really odd. But yeah, it, it is a good track. It's a good collab. So you recommend this one, yeah? I do, yeah. And and Frank himself has gone through a period of collaborations. Like the whole last album, all 30 minutes of it was just collaborations. So, yeah, yeah, I think they make it work. Yeah, he's another one that's not afraid of collaborations. Um, you know, and, and either they work or they don't. Um, you know, so <laughs> good luck to yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, another Slipknot uh, story here. They uh, are confirming a three-day Australian edition of Knotfest for all you Aussies. I'm not sure if we've got any people listening on Australia, actually, but um, they're going to get Knotfest. You die, Australians. Um, I said, I said, uh, good die, Australians. I'm oh, I see. Crap accents. <laughs> uh, so you're going to enjoy your Knotfest, yeah? Um, I'm going to stop now. Yeah. <laughs> so I've not looked at the Knotfest lineup for Australia, but I've always wanted to go to a Knotfest. And it's it's where I think downloads Mr. Trick. I was expecting Slipknot to headline, but I was expecting it to, expecting it to be a provided as a, a Knotfest day. Because yeah. that Slipknot are boring Knotfest, right? And they're doing it all over Europe. We were meant to have a Knotfest in Milton Keynes last year got cancelled due to covid and we never had that replaced so i assumed we'd get a not fest edition at, at download but we haven't and it's it's quite strange that we haven't i think but 
yeah, I, I'm excited for the Australians because I don't think they've ever had a not fest, and for it to be three days, that's that's very cool. Maybe and yeah, they've got their own. Sorry, go on. I was going to say maybe and maybe and not fest will be 2024. Um, maybe. Because they were doing download in 2023, they couldn't they couldn't fit it in for this year, so they've moved it maybe on to 2024. Um, it'd be yeah, a very possibly. Yeah, it'd be a very very good um, day out in Milton Keynes, either way. Milton Keynes, Australia. <laughs> um, Corns <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan Davis has officially launched Freak on a Leash pet brand. Uh, now, um, metalheads love animals. We know this. Uh, this is a well-known fact. And um, I think he's, he's actually tapping into uh, something that is, is probably going to be a goldmine for him because, um, you know, Lee, you love corn. I'm sure you love Jonathan Davis and you love your little doggy. I almost bought some stuff. What's she? What's your dog's name? Oscar. I almost bought some stuff for him. Oscar the dog. I'm not gonna lie. I, I looked. At, I looked at the website. There's some good. There is some interesting stuff. There's a zombie hand that um, a dog can chew on. A scorpion. Obviously, the various uh, leather and <laughs> uh, nylon leashes. Yeah. No, I almost bought some stuff. To be fair, it's. Uh, who doesn't love a dog? I mean, I you've always got. To, I'm always wary about people that say they don't like dogs. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Um, I'm weary about weird, creepy men with long hair, all dressed in black, <laughs> holding black leather straps. <laughs> like it looks like something out of a weird sex dungeon. Like those PR pictures are not good. Like even him walking the dogs is weird. Like it's just a weird. He doesn't look natural, does he? <laughs> No, like he's, he's like, come on, doggies. I wish you were humans. Like, yeah, I don't think they're his dogs, are they? No, it's 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 odd. Like those pictures are not good, but but the freak on a leash makes sense. Like it's just it's just the, the images, the picture right there. It's just like something out of a, a serial killer documentary. <laughs> <laughs> didn't put you off though, did it? <laughs> yeah. Although you didn't buy anything. I mean, was this? Did you not find something that Oscar might like? Didn't have money at the time. Got. I mean, it cost, okay. cost, cost of living crisis. You got. You got to be careful with your cash these days. I mean, so Oscar might have to wait till Christmas for Santa to bring it for him. He's got plenty of toys. He has. He's just. He's destroyed half of them, but he's got plenty of toys. Next, we're going to look at what's happening gig-wise and festival-wise in our unofficial guide. So what gigs or festivals are coming up in the next month or two? I'm going to, I'm going to go straight in with, with the Who's tour. Really? The H-U. Yeah, the H-U, the Who. Not, not the W-H-O. Uh, oh, oh, no, not them. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would not recommend them in the slightest. We've had enough of them. No. Um, but the enough. Who... Um, great band, great band live, and I'm. They were meant to be on the Sabaton tour with Lordy, um, but that's now been postponed. So the Who have had to pull out of that, which is gutting. But yeah, I'm hoping to make one of them. They're doing, they're doing Belfast, Glasgow, and London, Birmingham, Cardiff. They're kind of going everywhere. So I'm going to hope to get to the Nottingham show. Um, but it's like the first week of December. They're doing that, mm. so they're kind of going around the UK, which would be good. 
Yeah. I was going to go to that, that Sabaton the Who and Lordy show. Um, but yeah, that they, they cancelled and unfortunately we weren't able to, um, we weren't able to make the, the rescheduled gig, which is a shame, but that's an amazing lineup though. That's, that looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to the lead state, but they've, so now the lineup is a uh, Sabaton baby metal and Lordy. Which is Is it really? Wow. A mild change, yeah. We've got baby metal instead. Have you got there, Lee, anybody? Placebo. Um Oh yes. The tour for Placebo is almost sold out. I think last time I checked, they only had one show left which was in Cardiff. Um and this is this is why I said earlier I'm surprised they haven't been at download beforehand. Because clearly they can they can sell out shows. They've got two Brixton Academy shows, which have which from the poster says they're sold out. It it just it baffles me that they've not made download um, sooner. Um, but mm. they are, yeah. The entire tour is nearly sold out. So if you were to get tickets, you better look at the Cardiff show. Um, I want to talk about a gig that I'm going to, which is a Linkin Park tribute band. Um, and it's one of those where they've, they've spelled Linkin Park differently. Uh, but it still looks like you're reading Linkin Park. Uh, the one I'm going to is in uh, Manchester on the 25th of November. But they are doing different dates in different places. Um, and uh, it's... I've, it's... Uh, I don't, I've never seen them before, so I can't say how good they are. <laughs> but I'm a big fan of Linkin Park. Uh, would love to see what, you know, the next best thing, really, because I don't think Linkin Park are uh, you know, going to do anything anytime soon. They're not going to replace any, you know, it's not it's not going to happen, is it? I don't think, we're, we, I think they're, they're done, aren't they? Unless there's things I don't, I don't know. know about. Well, I don't know. Who knows? I, I- I mean, I, I mean, you know, how do you replace Chester? Do you replace Chester? It's it's difficult, right? Because he was so unique. But yeah. I think they'll be back. Like, and I think they'll be back do you really within the next couple of years. You know, I think you can't keep Mike Shinoda down. And they they have they have never said they are done. They've said they just need time. So, you know, they did yeah. that whole tribute gig where they got a load of people out on stage. And then, yeah, what one person I was impressed with when. I think it was a Leeds Fest, a running festival a few years back when Mike Schnoder played and um, Derek, well, some 41 covered Fifth and they brought Mike Schnoder out and, and Derek's voice was just phenomenal for that. So there's people like that that could slide into the books relatively well. And Wow, yeah. I, I, I want them to do something. I want them to do a new era. You know, you've got bands like ACDC who arguably got twice the size and you know, when Bon Scott passed away and they yeah. got Brian Johnson in and this band is that it hasn't affected. It's true. So it's 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 a difficult one so to do. Like how do you do it? I'd like them to do I think something. Because there was such a lot of love for Chester. It was it was so widely loved and it was such a so um keenly felt when he died. That, um, it, it almost feels like if they were to replace him, it would almost be disrespectful, um, to his memory somehow. I'm not saying it would be, but you know, you can understand how people might have that kind of viewpoint that they wouldn't want Linkin Park without him. 
Um, and no matter who they chose, they wouldn't be happy. Yeah, I mean, I suppose... Well, if, I'm using the ACDC comparison again, but Chess lyrics had a lot of emotion and a lot of his own experiences behind them. You know, I suppose it was very different for ACDC. Bon Scott was singing about if you want blood and high voltage rock and roll. Like he wasn't singing about his heart emotions. Yeah. So I suppose singing those songs differently afterwards is is fine. But when you're singing something like Breaking the Habit or Numb, you know, it's it's a completely different meaning when that person's put a lot of their heart into it. So yeah, it's 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 a, it's a weird one. And whatever they do or if they do anything, it's got to be sensitive to it but i i hope if they do do something they don't go down the fucking route of just having his face on screen and his voice played out and just they do yeah that i hope they don't do that i think that would tarnish it um but and i think obviously the first tour will have a big tribute section to him of course but if they do a tour so it's i want them to do something properly if they're going to do it i want them to just go full on get get a new singer just do something yeah. different, do something in their own way. I think, yeah, I, I, I think there'll be something. I have faith, but when and where or what or why? I, I think know. it depends on the quality. You know, if if whoever comes in is good, then I don't think it matters as much. Like, yeah. um, you know, when Brian Johnson came in, uh, it's not like he was wor- – it's not – even that he was better or worse necessarily, but he was good enough. There was a good enough quality there that you just thought, oh, well, ACDC are going again, and you just got yeah. into it. And he was completely different to Bon Scott, which I think is the thing as well. So yeah, he had a completely different voice, completely different style, and he took the old tracks, did them in his way, and put his stamp on it, and still yeah. was. So maybe it was a completely different factor that, that did it. If they didn't try to replace Bon Scott, they didn't try to make that yeah. sleazy kind of rock and roll guy. They just went, we want a good singer. And that's what they went yeah. with. I think, you, yeah, F- finding someone who's a good fit is probably good enough, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Any other gigs that you want to recommend? Yeah, if you can't wait till download... Uh, next year there's definitely a few options for you to see those bands a little bit earlier um within temptation and evanescence are touring together um in they are in london on the 14th of november birmingham on the 15th glasgow on the 17th and leeds on the 19th um again within temptation are sort of a very melodic operatic kind of metal and wow. I would highly recommend that sort of, sort of if you fancy a little bit of a change in your metal scene, I definitely would recommend that. Um, and also, the architects are supporting Biffy Clyro. Are also pay, uh, playing uh, over the country this this week. This week being commencing, let's say from the Friday the eleventh of November, which is today. They are playing. Uh, they are in Birmingham this evening. Uh, tomorrow. London on the 14th they're in Cardiff and on the 15th they're in Bournemouth uh, tickets are still available uh, who else have I seen Fozzy who doesn't like a bit of uh, yeah I spotted Fozzy yeah who doesn't like a bit of Chris Jericho and Fozzy um, I don't really to be fair I like Chris Jericho the wrestler not the band but they are again on tour this month um, they are in Bristol and London 
Uh, and they're playing this evening in Bournemouth. Um, might miss that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever been to a gig around Christmas time. Um, oh, I have. Um, have you? Who have you seen? I saw. So December used to. It was weird. December used to be. Um, when the wife and I would usually, that's when we'd go to our gigs. It, it just random, random used to happen. Um, yeah. Both, both times corn were featured. Um, so corn slipknot around in sort of December time, just before Christmas corn and limp biscuit in 2018. Oh, wow. I think we saw Nightwish and beast in black. Um, again, at Wembley just before Christmas. Um, it does happen. Um, and if it's anything like Wembley, Wembley was lit lit up like, pun intended, a Christmas tree. Um, very atmospheric. <laughs> oh, it does sound quite nice. That yeah. Um, my eyes landed on Thy Art Is Murder, who were I do like that. were due to tour in December. Oh. They'd got uh, a um, a UK tour planned, not a massive one: Glasgow, Birmingham, Manchester, London at uh, some O2 academies. Unfortunately, they've been cancelled and rescheduled, which is a real shame because uh, I think they're great. We saw them, didn't we? Uh, 2018, I think it was. It was. We saw them instead of Guns N' Roses, and we mentioned Wenger Boys quite early on in the pod. Um, They came out to the Wenger Buses Coming, which was awesome, which (laughs) I've I've got it on video somewhere, and it just... It blows my mind how you're going to go and see this this death metal band um, who, again, are talking about hatred, religion, et cetera, et cetera, and yet they're coming out to something as bouncy and happy as the Wenger bus is coming. <laughs> it shouldn't make sense, should it? But it, it somehow it, it does. works. It works. It was fun. Everyone was jumping. I think it was a mosh pit as well. It, it, it It's just... We, the, the stereotype might be metalheads being miserable and depressive, etc. But we do know how to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, there's 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 so much variety in metal. We're not, and, and none of us all like just one type of metal. It's it's a broad church. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved watching Thy, Thy Art Is Murder instead of Guns N' Roses, and we had a fucking great time. We did. We had a massive uh, uh, bop to um the as murder and it was it well, I tell you what we weren't the only ones in there it was very full to watch them uh as i recall that's that's my lasting memory of of watching them it was it was packed out was that in the dog tooth it was yeah tent? it was on that on the fourth on the fourth stage and i think the fourth stage i think again though the as murder is the same situation as i think it was ginger uh 12 foot ninja the year after where the, there was just a pile of people 20 deep outside the tent trying to see them. Um, yeah. I think they are really sort of underestimating some of the bands they put on that fourth stage because that tent, oh, yeah. that tent is far too small sometimes. And they even made it bigger for 2022. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice any sort of size change. I know obviously being obviously the size of a small human compared to this tent, I didn't notice any major size difference. I wonder whether they held back that plan. I don't know. I think it was still twice the size of what it was capacity-wise 
Um, I think we still did mm. keep that. But yeah, it, it, it does still seem, when you put the those bands in there, like Bleed From Within, for instance, you know, you put bands like that in there, it's, it's going to be rammed and it's going to feel smaller than what it is. That, that's the that's the issue. So, I think we can leave our um, guide there and we can move on to our FestPod favourites. So, this is where we recommend something we've seen that we like. What have you spotted, Lee? Well, I'm going to mention for the fourth and final time and just take a slow step back. Five. Um, Five will be fifth. Oh, excuse me. Fifth. Thank you. Um, now, this isn't specific to Envision. This is more specific to band merchandise in general. Um, you and I, Neil, and you, Eamon, um, admittedly today, we love a bit of merch. Um, oh, yes. And yeah. sometimes, again, the, the pandemic proved, to me anyway, that if you can't make a gig, buying the band's merchandise is the next best thing to do for a band's um, sort of income um, to try and keep them going and i think if you are supporting bands that are like envisions uh, definitely buy the merchandise um i will describe it ever so briefly if you didn't see me describe it on the live pod the other day um this flag is actually signed by the band so it means quite a lot i've also got myself a new t-shirt which on that you mentioned the tie-dye download hoodie earlier. I believe that design was yes. stolen from Envisions because they released um, a, a red and pink, well, pinkish and white tie-dye T-shirts um, about two months beforehand. I did message the band to tell them, and they did they did reply back saying, "Well, ours is better, obviously." All oh, right. <laughs> um, within Probably that deeper as well. Sorry, yeah. deeper. Probably cheaper. Oh, cheaper. Yes. It was it was it was good value for money. Um, along oh, with that yes. merchandise pack, I also got a signed photograph with all four of them from their de- uh, from the Deadlock album uh, run. Um, so yeah, my recommendation is if you're going to support a band, it's all well and good buying the tickets and the music, but make sure you buy their merchandise um, to help them continue. Because obviously we lost the, we lost so- we lost a couple of bands during the pandemic and even beforehand because. It just wasn't where money wise, it just couldn't work out. So, in terms of a specific item that you want to recommend to our listeners and viewers, is it the flag or the t shirt or what? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't being specific. I was like, I'm, I'm, I know, but that's this section, isn't it? So, uh, we want a particular so item that you're pointing people out right, to say, right, Hey, right. everybody, you want to buy this thing? Go buy the, go buy the flag, make sure you get it signed as well. There you go. Is it from the website? It is on their website. Yep, it's on their merchandise website. I'd love them to sell. I'd love them to have a new range of merchandise as well that I can chuck my money at them for. But yeah, <laughs> you should set up a direct debit or a standing order or something. Just send them. Yeah. Your Don't there's there, there's non there's an ongoing joke in this house that I'm alone are uh, uh, the the income stream for Envisions because I'm buying all their stuff. <laughs> Well, that's that's what it's like to be a fan, isn't it? How much was the flag? Um, uh, about twenty quid. Yeah, twenty five quid. That's all right. Yeah, it's it's signed. So I mean, yeah, for twenty twenty five quid for a signed flag. I was quite happy with that. Um, I think the t-shirt was about the same, and then the the photo, the signed photograph was free. Hey, 
Nice. Nice. Eamon, what have you got? So, I've got an album this this time around, um, really? and it's come out today, released today by Siva Nakira, who uh, oh, we all wow. love. Yes, um, it's their, it's their third album. Um, Nozomi, Nozomi. I don't actually know how you say the title, but it's a phenomenal album. Um, Is it? I, I think it's it's really. They've always been a good band on on even on their first two albums, but. This is kind of a cemented version of the band now. It very much sounds like this is them, this is their sound. It's it's very them, and there's a lot of variety on that album. You know, Dioxide's an absolute belter of a track. You've got Reason to Breathe, which is a ballad, like, for lack of a better word, which is just incredible and very emotive. You know, we were talking about Linkin Park and their emotive lyrics earlier. You know, Reason to Breathe is really emotive for, for Steven Akira, and it's I think it's going to do a lot for them. It's it's an absolutely fantastic album. I think they're playing a launch party tonight or last night maybe in in their hometown. But yeah, I think it's going to do do a lot of them and they've got big things coming for them. So, so go buy that album. They've got different bundles out as usual. Just just, just go buy it. Go stream yeah. it on Spotify if you have to. Just, just go listen to it. I'm always in favour of buying um, physical copies where I can. You know, if I really love the band, I'll definitely yeah. get a physical copy. Um, oh, I mean, not only does it help the band out because it's, you know, it's it's cash. Um, because if you're streaming it, they get barely anything, do they? And they have to rely on all of their, um, their touring uh, cash. Um, That's it, especially, but, you know, especially bands the size of Stephen Akira. You know, they're, they're not making millions off their tours anyway or merch there. So streaming their content, they make pennies if they're lucky from from that each month. So it's. It's really hard for bands to to sell albums now. So buying that physical bundle, like where you get a T-shirt as well, you know, it's it's good value for money, and it, and it just helps them out. Even if you've not got a CD player, they, like CDs look good on a shelf. You know, I don't think I've got a yeah. CD player anymore, but you know, I, I still buy them. I, I probably never will take the cellophane off some of them, but you know, just like the T-shirts sit in my drawer, the CDs yeah. can sit on a shelf and they look pretty, you know. It's but I know I've done good for the band by chucking them twenty, thirty quid. Yeah, I think um, you mentioned like streaming only does like pennies in that. I've I'm um, most recently got onto Tidal as sort of a place to stream my music, um, and they they guarantee that ten percent of your subscription goes towards the band. So wow. for, for, for example, um, I've gone for their top tier subscription, which is 20 pound a month. And I think for the last six months running Envision have had two pound off me just, just through streams. Not bad, eh? Sixth mention. It's, 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 yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that's uh, it's going the right way for streaming services. Cause that's what Spotify should really do. But yeah, that's the kind of thing we need to see more of. It's never going to be a, a lucrative market for bands, but. You know, when you when you think you used to, if you liked a, a song you heard on the radio, you'd just buy that whole album and listen to it. Yeah, like you wouldn't be able to preview it. Like now, yeah. people just know different songs, albums, and it's just it's it's weird. But you know, if it sells gig tickets and all that kind of stuff, it helps, I guess. But yeah, it's it's very different now. It's weird, isn't it? Because the the the, the albums or the singles, the tracks, even they're just sort of ambassadors for a live tour. Yeah, you know, um, which I think is a shame, really, because it, there's a whole thing that I mean, I know I'm 
old and stuff, but you know, when you used to go to a shop to buy a CD that had just come out and then reading the, the sleeve notes as you went home on the bus, having a look at it. Oh, I can't wait to listen to it. Uh, and then, then getting it out and putting it in the CD player and playing it for the first, I used to listen to every track on the first listen, yep. um, just to absorb the whole thing. Um, and that's all gone now. That's the, you know, it's not, it's not a thing anymore. Um, CD oh. sales are through the floor because there's no need for it anymore, but there is something nice. I think that would be nice. I think, but then you've got vinyl. People are buying vinyl nowadays, aren't they? To get that same experience. Yeah. That's come back. So maybe, you know, that, that is going to come back as a, as a lucrative kind of antique market almost, or a cool collector's item. It's, it's weird because every band releases vinyl nowadays, like, and the, the yeah. more funky colored, the better, like every band releases vinyl. Yeah. And plus, again, if, if you just want to support the band, then, you know, you're not going to listen to it. You haven't got a record player. Frame it, stick it on the wall. It's a nice, it's a yeah. nice piece, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. Just, yeah. And then there's proof there, physical proof of your support, your love for this band. And the fact that you're never going to listen to that vinyl. <laughs> you bought it, you can't listen to it, it's in a frame. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's a nice thing to do. It's not, I've got, you know, support your band, support your favorite band, support your favorite artists, go and see them, buy the stuff. It's, it's, uh, it, sh- it should be a no brainer that really. Yeah, it should be. So, uh, my fest pod favorite for this time around is a band called Ocean Tides. This is a band that got in touch with me. Ben from Ocean Tides actually got in touch with me on TikTok and said, hey, why don't you check out our band? To be honest, I get a lot of messages like that. Um, So, uh, you know, my expectations are not necessarily very high for this sort of thing. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to check them out. And I was very impressed. Um, I'm going to give you, if 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 I can get this to work, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a look at their YouTube um, and see if we can get it to... Shall we see if it plays? Shall we see if it plays play? Does it play? Oh, can you hear that? Yes, we can. They're a Scottish band, quite new, I think. Quite young guys. new metal vibes from the from the opening um but that's a yeah for a little teaser and a taster neil that's actually pretty good yeah i like yeah, the I sound was, of that i was very impressed so uh give them a give them a look ocean tides that's two, i think it's two words two separate words ocean tides very good we've got an ep out so check it out so that's about wraps it up really that's uh, about all we've got time for um so thanks for listening to fest pod episode 28 uh before we go um lee what's your what's going on with you i know you've um in terms of social media you have just quit twitter haven't you so uh well, what's how do people find you if they want to follow you and and uh um your my recommendations and everything. my 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 instagram handle is uh at t e underscore l e i g h underscore 
Vision. Um, it's not a reference to Envisions before you start. <laughs> oh, it should be though. It's supposed Seven. to, it's, yeah, it was sort of a, a, a cheesy sort of way to go television, television. Um, so you can find me on Instagram like that. Um, I'm on TikTok, but I don't really use it often. I use it that more for, for viewing videos. Um, so if you've yeah. got anything cool, oh, you don't make the videos, but you watch. Yeah, I mean, if you've got anything, if you do end up following me, just sending me something cool, that's pretty sweet. But Instagram is where I usually do my most most of my um, my social media, I suppose you'd call it. Yeah. Um, yeah, not on Twitter anymore. No, is that because of Elon? Fuck Elon Musk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because it came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting because you hadn't mentioned it. So I, I was no, I it, sure was, why, but, I, I so. it was. I literally just a very. It was a very recent thing. Um, wasn't just the fact that he's worth absolute billions and could solve and apparently solve world hunger in the click of his fingers. It's the whole having people pay for their verification, which is a very, very dangerous thing to do. Um, I just, I don't think Twitter's a, not that it ever has been a very safe space for expressing yourself, but it's just, it's just getting worse. And it's just something I wouldn't want to put, I don't want to be a part of. It's a fair point. It's not getting better, is it? No. So, you know, it's getting worse. <laughs> um, so fa- fair enough, Lee. I understand that. So if you want to follow follow uh, uh, Lee, Instagram, I guess, is the place, the main place, isn't it, really? Yes. Eamon, how do we uh, – what's going on with you? Uh, what's what's uh, What are you plugging? So you could follow me on Twitter. Uh, and Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> And everywhere. So I'm sure to eat on everywhere. Um, I do also, if you don't know, do live Twitch streams where we play a lot of horror games and people just scare the living shit out of me because apparently I'm quite jumpy. Um, <laughs> so that's just so that's just twitch.tv slash shorty ETV. Um, but yeah, people like right scaring there, the crap you? out of me. Um, I'm just going to say something out of context and you could make it what you will, but Basically, people scare the shit out of me, and I dance around with some cocks. And <laughs> if, if if you want to know what it means, just 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 go there and find out. Like it's it's all I do is I I play with cocks, and and yeah. get scared. Was this the conversation you <laughs> were having? The with... cocks don't scare me. Was this the conversation? We've got similar hobbies. When, 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 uh, when I was feeling about my camera earlier, you two were talking about this is what you're talking about. The top yeah. of the sh- top well, of the show. Yeah. It was all about. I mean, Okay. Yeah. I was asking him about his cocks. Yeah, yeah, no, no, obviously, yeah. I, yeah, and I, I was telling him how many I've got on the go. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Looking back. That does sound like a very interesting uh, Twitch stream. I think I will be um, uh, looking to follow yeah, that. Yeah. Subscribe. That does sound very funny. Yeah. So what, 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 what you're saying, Lee, is like the cock. Exactly. <laughs> is it? Is this... It's the cocks. There we all go. All about the cocks. Nothing about the jump scares. It's all, all about day. the cocks. All about the cocks. Um, and um, if you want to follow me, I, I, I do you know what? I've I've just uniformed all of my different social media because um, someone tried to tag me in something, but then they tagged the wrong Neil Wilkinson, and it's just quite depressing now. <laughs> so what I've done is I've made. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, you know, because they don't know what's going on. The other person who's been wrongly tagged, they're like, what the fuck is this all about? Uh, so um, Neil 
is now N-E-I-L-L. Wilkinson, like the shops and the razors. Um, and it's that on everything now. So if you type in Neil with two L's, Wilkinson, you will find me. I'm on pretty much everything. Um, and, you know, does, do you know I'm going to tell this story now. I'm only... <laughs> I'm called Neil with two L's because the man with one L blocked me when I asked him to uh, <laughs> to give up his username so that I could have it. Because let's <laughs> listen, right? He tweets, he tweets once a year about football to two followers, you know. So you, he doesn't use it. He doesn't need it. He's not using it. There was a long period when it was just Russian bots. And I'm thinking, he doesn't, he doesn't want that. He's not bothered, so I shall ask him uh, if I can have it. But then he's like, oh, no, 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 no have it blocks me so there i am i've had to adopt neil with two l's um so there it is it's on that it's that on everything now. i'm committed now <laughs> i was sort of hanging on to the one l but now i've got to have two now um so that's that's what i'm on um so uh, if you like what you've heard please consider supporting Festpod on patreon uh give us a review as well wherever you found us uh we are on the socials on youtube just search for Festpod wherever you do your searching and Festpod will appear you can follow us there and uh, we've also got merch on sale too like i say you can you can sew your Festpod patch onto your favorite black hats and have a Festpod hat why wouldn't you do that? Oh, there's mugs as well. There's mugs available um, to celebrate everything that we are. Uh, and also from now on, we're going to be more regular. Um, you'll get a show from us every couple of weeks instead of once a month. Uh, it will be shorter, but it means that we'll be with you more often. So that's exciting news, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, patreon.com slash festpod etsy.com slash festpod somewhere like that uh, <laughs> you can find us for all those other bits um, so that's it thanks for listening and we'll catch you again in a couple of weeks bye it's the cocks all about the cocks imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Festpod, the unofficial rock festival guide, is part of the Acast Creator Network.